0: Mind, body, spirits. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into
1: that life. With sensei, Tim Hoover, aggressive behavior is around us in numbers like never before. A good friend of mine said to me, you gotta treat aggressive behavior as a bad cold. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, nobody wants a bad cold. And what you try to do, especially in the flu season, you try to avoid getting the flu and just not be around it and to do all the right things to make sure you don't get sick. That's kind of the thing with training in the martial arts. We're all trying to do the right thing. We train in chaos, as you know. And we train to the point where we're just trying to exhaust ourselves of all the aggressive behavior that we hear, all the outside noise. So at the end of a two-hour set, we're pretty well drained, and the next day we can kind of deal with it better. Over a period of time, we're immune to it, and I think that's what I get out of the martial arts. I train with my good friends, I'm around good, positive people, That kind of the intake I need. And after a while, you know, I got to tell you, I don't want to say I'm totally immune to it, but when I get a bump on the shoulder or somebody's giving me a, a stiff neck or an attitude, I just feel like... Just let it roll off the shoulder.
0: Well, let's take it back to the whole mind, body, spirit thing. Again, to those listening, sometimes it sounds all foo-foo. What do you mean? What are you talking about, mind, body, spirit? But a very wise sensei. Sensei Hoover once told about me. That, well, once said, listen, if you know someone is toxic, someone or something is toxic or sick, in this case, the analogy you're talking about, yeah. a cold, why be around that unless you have to be? But if you don't have to, don't be around that because you start becoming what you're around. You talk about the food you eat, the air you breathe, the beverages you intake, the stuff you read, the stuff you hear. Now, in my situation, As you know, but I'll tell listeners that don't know this, one of the many hats I wear is I work for the local news TV station. Yes. I'm on air. The morning show. It's a four-hour morning show. I have to hear the news, and let's face it, it's pretty much 90% negative. Maybe only 10% good positive things these days. I don't just hear it once. I hear it five, six, seven times every single morning of the week because they repeat it. It's a four hour show and we repeat the news. We just keep airing the same stories over and over, over that four hour period. Yeah. My outlet, martial arts. Right. Reading good material, being with my kids who are just pure happiness and joy. That's my outlet because if I don't. It gets to me, hearing about all this negativity and murders and rapes and assaults and just bad things in the world.
1: I know. And, you know, one of the things I think we're dealing with all this, this stuff is because of social media. Now there's a good part. And the good part is, you know, social media has opened up a lot of paths for us to make our lives easier. And you said that we should try to avoid it. Sometimes we just can't.
0: You just can't.
1: No, you can't. And the thing is, is if you want to get up and be productive and actually make a difference in this world, you're going to bump into it. The difference with aggressive behavior, it's not like ordering a package from Amazon, you know, where you know exactly the day and the time it's going to come. Aggressive behavior crawls up your back when you're least expecting it. That's when you're down with that, you know, one or two second reaction time where you have to rely on your control and your emotions that I get, again, from the martial arts. I'll tell you a story, Steve. Social media is like this. This just came to me the other day, but I have to tell you something. When I was an 11-year-old kid, my father was assisting his great-aunt, mm-hmm. who was older at the time. She was in her mid-80s. Okay. Her husband had passed away. And I'll never forget this, because he used to take me along. She used to live in downtown Allentown in Center City. He would take me along for the ride. He wouldn't say much. He said, listen, we just have to go help somebody. And she had her cousin living with her. And her cousin's name was Mary. It's kind of startling how this all came up. But anyway, Mary had a hard life and she had a rough life. Just to respect her, I won't go deeper than that. All right. But she would repeat and say everything out loud that she was thinking. It didn't matter who was around. Whenever you went into the room, she would be sitting in the chair. And as we walked in, she really kind of disliked my father. So you'd hear everything she was thinking. And my dad would just obviously ignore her. And I just got to tell you, that's kind of the way social media is. Today, we hear what everybody's thinking. We don't get a chance where maybe 100 years ago or 50 years ago, We had limited knowledge as to what other people were thinking, what other villages were doing, what other actions were taking place across the world. Today, we hear and see what everybody's thinking. And I got to tell you, we should follow what my father did. You got to ignore most of it unless it's on top of you. And if it's on top of you, if it's in your face, then at that point when you have no other cause or reason you have to react – Obviously, you have to react with self-control. So the action step you could take in this day and age with social media, and
0: I just did this recently, is just unfriend, unfollow. Don't just keep the person attached to you so that you have to see the garbage that they spew out, whether you want to or not.
1: I think, you know, we're just talking ahead of the game that a lot of people know it. I think they need to just realize what the choices they have to make. I mean, you know, for me to say that I have a solution for it, I don't. I can just pull from my past experiences that kind of stay in my face. You know, when you think, I can remember years ago, we used to go down to Myrtle Beach. I had a Harley. And we used to go down to Myrtle Beach. We used to do a roundup with 250,000 Harley guys there from all over. Now you would think there's a lot of ruckus and a lot of violence there, and I can remember several times. You know, we were in this crowded place with a couple thousand bikes, and you know, all of a sudden some guy would hit me in the shoulder unexpectedly. He'd hit me in the shoulder. Now the first thing you think with that kind of rowdy crowd is, uh oh, here we go. I'd turn around, and the guy said, "Hey man, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it." You know, it never happens when you expect it to happen. It happens when you're unaware and you're in a situation when things just, for whatever reason, they pop. And that's when you have to have it together as to how you handle it and where you go with it. Good stuff, Sensei Hoover, as always. Well, thank you, Sensei. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for
0: listening to Attack
1: Life, Not Others.
0: Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on Sensei Hoover's way of life through the martial arts, go to
1: hooverkarate.com.
0: This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman, Mittman, socialmedia.com.